I miss a green, for example, I'm already upset. When I find my ball in the bunker, I'm really upset. And when I find my ball in a fried egg. Fried egg. The dreaded fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg. Fried egg lie, I'm about ready to run off the golf course. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Three Man Weave. Joined by um, now out on his own, semi homeless DJ Pihowski, <laughs> and no laying ups elite amateur Tron Carter. Welcome. All time, I'm getting my due. Welcome. Tron, back. Tron's down to like a four point six. <laughs> We're talking U.S. Open pretty quick here. It, it's right around the corner. DJ, how's uh, how's life on the dark side? Uh, it's good. It's good. You know, I, uh, get my, get my hands in a lot of different stuff, uh, working with a lot of different people. Just, uh, it's good, man. Mm-hmm. It's good. I'm, I'm excited to, uh, excited to work from home. Excited to just get involved with all of it. I love it. He got called the no laying up HR today. <laughs> yeah. Did some, uh, did some fun stuff with the no laying up crew, uh, last weekend. Working on some fun golfers journal stuff that's coming up. Just you know, unrestricted free agent. Yeah, and you got the Woogie Man. He's he's gotta be happy. The dog. The Woogie Man's very happy. Yeah, he's uh, you know we're going on a lot more walks. Uh, we're getting into a good routine, napping together, which is good. This guy paddleboards every morning. Paddleboarding all the time. Well, it's actually we're under a rip current advisory right now with the impending tropical storm. So it's- hurricane. William McGurk Dirt McGurk is uh, looming out there in the Atlantic, so my paddleboard has actually been kind of put on hiatus. Hurricane, the most famous Wofford Terrier. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's good. Thanks Very for asking. Big curmudgeon, <laughs> William McGurk. Um, yeah, Wyndham this week. So uh, big week for top 125. Got a lot of guys on the verge. On the brink, you guys want to talk about the PGA at all, all or are we done with that? I think we beat that one to death. Yeah, did we? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really see. I was at Quail Hollow. I think I only saw like, I don't know, maybe three of the holes. I think I saw 14 and 15 and uh, 10. Uh, you saw those you, holes were great. <laughs> I like those. Uh, but I was uh, I was hanging out really among the infrastructure with Neil and Big Randy. That's what I was going to say. You got to see a lot of the tents and how yeah, they're Yeah, oh, I saw a lot of the stuff they're not going to show on the telecast. <laughs> it was great. Um, got to ha- hang out in the TV compound dining. Got to hang out kind of Paul Feinbaum out there among uh, among the people. Paul, Fein- Paul Feinbaum was the, was the greatest. You know? Yeah, he, he stole that video, the, yeah. uh, the golf adjacent video. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, the the uh, the PGA. I don't know, Tron. You were out there in force. You got any big takeaways? So it was so hot. I mean, oh, if I anybody was, has a problem with moving the PGA to May, they're insane. Yeah, it was. Go it was, ahead and move it next year. It's so hot. It was not good. Oh, it's uh, gonna be I so hot in St. Louis. St. Louis oh. is like the hottest place on the planet in August humidity oh like i don't think i've ever felt humidity like that in Charlotte. i don't think it can be hotter than and i grew Charlotte. up in atlanta 
I mean, that's, it was, it was, I don't know how it could be hotter than, than what it was this week. You're just, you're walking, you're like, you're just zapped yeah. by the end of the day, by the end of the week, like. I'm still low energy. <laughs> I know. Me too. I was like trying, it was a Sunday of a major, and I was just like, I straight up just fell asleep. You guys got Never happened before. You guys gotta get in with big coconut water. Oh, is that like I'm not revitalizing? A water guy. Yeah, it's not really for me. You gotta get I'm in. A, I'm a guy. You gotta get in with my buddies. Greater than shameless plug. You know, it's like coconut water Gatorade. Can't go wrong with it. All right. You gotta get all I know is I went to bed last night at about eight o'clock. Yeah. Woke up at my normal time. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, I'm still zapped. So if my takes are a little bit low energy tonight, you guys know why. Yeah. That's you know, Quail Hollow like sucked the life out of me for the whole week. So just having to watch that golf course all week was Yeah, you were you were pretty salty I, in the tents. Just it's just a disaster. <laughs> disaster. It's a disaster. I thought it was it's okay. there's some really mediocre holes out there, but there's some good ones that could be really great if they made some subtle tweaks. Why don't you expound on disaster a little bit? Yeah. It's just you know, like it, they always have holes that set up. So, okay, if you take it, like a perfect example is 16. And uh, if you take it over that bunker on like this aggressive line and do, like it's a dog like right, 320 yard carry, you should be rewarded with a good shot to the green and you almost get penalized. You do get penalized because it's firm and you're on like a side hill, downhill lie. It's just like all the angles don't make sense there. If if I play towards a hazard, you get a like that should be you know like you should get a better angle, and you never do there. There's a few holes on the back nine that are good, but for the most part, just unimaginative, narrow, you know, robot golf at its finest. I did think the the greens were too fast. For the slopes and the and and just for how wet the green surrounds were earlier in the week, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was just weird that you couldn't you couldn't run a ball up like up the front of the green. It would just either stop in its own tracks, or if it landed on the front, it would go over the back. I liked how the how thick the rough was and how firm the greens were, but I can definitely see how the it greens just didn't match the rest of yeah. the course. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like the, so the sub air, somebody was asking in the over-unders, or is sub air overrated? Uh, I think sub air is properly rated. It's just a matter of don't overuse it. Don't abuse your power. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try to be God. Sure. <laughs> don't be, yeah. <laughs> I would like to know exactly how sub air works. You know? Probably something we could research. I know. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe a future three-man weave. We'll dive, yeah, dive into dive it. Dive in. All right. Let's talk about the Wyndham. We go to, you know, we go to good golf course architecture this week. We go to Sedgefield Country Club, a rare, you know, really good architectural site. Uh, old yeah. school Donnie Ross. You know, one of the things I love when you look at this golf course is it's not over hazarded. Like you don't see like twenty five bunkers on a hole. There's like three, you know, and the right. three bunkers are placed in places for there for a reason. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of dog legs, good greens, um, and uh, a lot on the line. So not a lot of big names, which is 
something that this uh, pod thrives on. The the little I don't guys. Know, man. Speak for yourself. Love, There's love, some love the little guys. There's some decent names in the field. I know. I mean, it's uh, it's it's okay. It's it's not it not, lacking star power. My my boy Paulie is is convinced that Stenson is strictly playing to hit his 15 starts, and he will likely WD mid round. Oh my gosh! Does the FedEx Cup That's count towards take. 15 starts or not? No, no. He has to. This is a, he need. He has to play this one to get to 15. That's, a, that's an interesting subplot. That is a great subplot. Like that's what I know. What I'm wow, Polly. My Polly seems mega woke. Paul Polly is all over this shit. He uh, he's a smart ass dude. But, huh. but um, yeah. So I mean, who check do you out have? anybody else who has 14 starts? I know that's what I was just looking at. <laughs> Stricker only has 12. He doesn't care. Stricker doesn't care. He's got like uh, lifetime uh, status. Can't lay. Stenson's only got twelve stats. Stenson only has twelve. Yeah, maybe that's what it. He has to start to get to the FedEx playoffs. Like I don't know. That's probably what it is. Or maybe I think the playoffs count. Adam Scott's already at fifteen. Sneds is at fifteen. That's probably why he withdrew. Yeah, Sneds is done for the year. Shut it down. McIlroy is only at eleven. He doesn't care. So he just he knows he's. Hey, he knows he's above the law. <laughs> no man is above the law. I, th- I think the McRib's above the law. Well, how about... How McRib about, might be throwing away his player of the year vote. How about Snedeker? <laughs> how, how, about, how about Bryson being ahead of Snedeker? Or how, uh, ahead of McRib? Fed Bryson's Cup. played 28 events. It's a lot. He's, uh, well, he's not man. He's a machine. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's resting up in the Bahamas this week. And I've been scoping him on the on the gram. Really? Yeah. He's down in Albany. Wow. Um, in, with, so in with Big Cat. The McRib is basically just saying, all right, I'm going to win the FedEx Cup again. Or I don't know. He might be – Justin Rose only 14 starts thus far. Um, Has Justin Rose been hurt or something? Yeah, he's got that lingering back injury. Yeah. He did a photo shoot with Golf Digest yesterday, though. Uh, that can't be good for it. Sergio, fourteen. It's uh, all right. So, but you know, one of the things I've been looking at this list, and it's crazy how many, uh, how many of last year's winners are outside the top one twenty-five. Yeah, I was thinking that. It's like you got, you got Bill Hurley, triple six. Wild Bill Hurley. Triple six is outside the top 125? No, oh. no, no. Bill, I thought you were talking about Chucky. Triple we're talking six. about Bill Hurley. BH triple six. Fake, fake triple six. <laughs> uh, GMAC. GMAC. GMAC's the been just purple, eating. Purple Mamba is outside the top 125. JJ Henry. <laughs> Aaron Badley. Winner. Aaron Badley. Wow, triple sticks outside the top 125. Harold Varner the third. <laughs> Smiley. Yeah, a lot of people. But Smiley's got exempt. All these guys have exemptions, so it, like it doesn't matter. My man, every outside the top one twenty-five. Every, not for lack of trying. He's played by twenty-eight, twenty-nine events. That's, Kyle Reifers, big, event, big right? pasta, thirty-one events. Kyle Kyle Reifers will. Are there always... even thirty-one events on the schedule? <laughs> Is he playing like this week where where they have opposite fields? He's just flying back and forth playing both events. <laughs> ZB's played thirty-one. He plays everything. Gosh, 
31. The best part is ZB has played 31 events, and on his off weeks, he just goes and takes golf trips. He plays that more. Guy, he doesn't eat. No, not even on his off weeks. <laughs> Sometimes it's his on weeks. He missed the cut at the John Deere and then went to played, like, played probably 100 like a hundred something holes. One-man bachelor party. Yeah. <laughs> he plays 36 holes a day regardless of if it's a tournament or not. He plays more when he's not in a tournament. How about Soren Kelson? I feel like he's had a better... Maybe I'm just conflating last year with this year. I think he's just a big game hunter. I think you just see him at the big moments. Yeah. He's not going to show up at your Colonials, you know, he's, your Wyndhams. He's kind of like Toto Gano. Yeah, for sure. Great, great just, call there. Just goes into the big moments. Just for the big moment. He lives for the big moment. So, real quick, can we go back to Brant Snedeker real quick? I just want to say, he's no longer calling it a rib injury. He's now calling it a sternum injury. Ooh. Is that right? Yeah. Which his core is just feel like he's, his core is just collapsed. Feel like he's trying to head off the a McRib Junior tag <laughs> at the pass. Wow, that's smart. That's good, good PR. The folks over at Crown Sports are super woke on the uh, Twitter goings on. Says agent. I think so. Who else did they rep? I don't know. We don't have to get into it. Let's oh, move I'm on. Curious. We'll talk about it offline. It's the nitty gritty. Yeah, the game within the game. So, uh, game's the game. Who, who's moving? Who's moving in inside the top one twenty-five? Well, first of all, let's talk about let's talk about one twenty through one twenty-five. Because really, I was looking at it yeah. last year. There weren't a whole lot of guys that. There's been a surprising lack of movement the last few years between. I, yeah, at, yeah like, so I was, I was shocked to see how little volatility there is the last few years here. I, um, I asked my man Will Gray earlier in the week. Shout out Will Gray Golf Channel. What he thought Shout out the, Shout out Shout out what he thought the number would be, and he said three fifty to three fifty five. Okay. Well, well, I mean, I can. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. That's, yeah. No offense to Will. I just that's. Yeah. Tron's a revenue manager. He can make those projections. <laughs> Tron's got Tron's analyzing the data with Big, big Bryson. <laughs> He's doing that that move, the price it does, where he drops the digital golf ball. Got one of those VR things. Right now. Yeah, solving problems with technology. So, uh, all right, so if we're at three fifty five, so that puts so ZB is at one twenty. That puts him three sixty two. I think he's I think he's pretty much green lit, unless a bunch of guys I, play. I, well. I think he's going to win this week, though. He says Good. he's going to win. He's two twenty five to one. I'm going to replace. Can get after it? Yeah. So after that, we got the hitman David Hearn. <laughs> At three, exactly 355. <laughs> uh, I feel like he's, you know, was that, you like that one? That's a Tron special. That's a commission special. We were down we at the Colonial last year, and, and uh, my guy staring down in Fort Worth, he was like, we followed Hearn around for a little bit. He was pretty good. And after every tee shot, he was like, <laughs> It's great. Everyone's so confused. He's just such a nondescript player on the PGA Tour. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. Uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, all right, so he's a 355. I feel like he's he's in good shape. Uh, Richie, Richie Warensky, uh, side side note, the first golf story I ever wrote uh, at Golf Week was about Richie Warensky when he was a junior player, the International Junior Golf Academy. Hey. Shout, shout out, out IJJ. For, yeah. for, wow. Someone's 
Dude's a pre-production. For, former uh, Big Break champion. Former Big Break champ. Went to Georgia Tech. Correct? Yeah. We know yeah. all the stats on Richie. Yeah. So yeah. he's, you know, obviously playing well. He's, he's 353, what, lost in the playoff, I think? Or big yeah. big week at Reno. Lost yeah, so of, he's, lost, he's trending. Lost trending. To, loss of the ever-patient Chris Stroud. That's right, the coach. Uh, Seamus Power at 123. I like Seamus Power. I mean, yeah, Seamus what do you like? He's, I don't know. He's like a gregarious Irish dude. What's not the like? on that. And he, and he went to East Tennessee. Like I, any any Irish dude that went in East Tennessee four rec- years. East Tennessee recruits uh, yeah. overseas talent. Like they're, crazy. they're like Augusta State yeah. and like uh, UAB. For ja- sure. Jacksonville State. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Seamus Power uh, possesses pop. He does. Uh, eponymous pop the medium tabernacle daniel summer hayes at 124 he and he, he and he and power are tied yeah i mean he's just got me that he's on the like he's he's had probably more share or one or two off the leads after the first or second round this year than there are a couple anybody. of like uh there are a couple of members of like the all thursday team that always kind of tend to find themselves right here in this 124 to 135 ZB and uh, Medium Tabernacle are playing together this week. Huge. It's, it's going to be a big, big pairing. <laughs> big big Tra- pairing Tron for said Utah. Tron said over the weekend that if if ZB, Summerhays, and Finau were ever paired together, he would fly to the tournament and dress up like Joseph Smith just to like just to build some excitement for that group. <laughs> just all all the all the tabernacles together. Yeah. Uh, Andy, your guy is the bubble boy. Jeff Ogilvie. Jeff Ogilvie. He's the wokest dude on the planet. Yeah, on the planet. I thought you were going to say on tour, but on the planet, it's probably closer. Yeah. he. I saw there was an article today that he talking about how he just plays the guitar. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> All he does is play guitar and surf. Plays guitar, surfs, golfs, does, a little, does a little little architecture. and Sure. In his meantime, when in, in his free time, he wins the U.S. Opens. It's great. Nice little family. Yeah, I'm, I just I'm hasn't figured out. I think he recently got divorced. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, if if in fact that's true, I apologize. <laughs> uh, uh, so the, there's a quite a large gap between 125 yeah. and 126. Seven points between uh, Ogilvy and Cam Triangle. Cam Triangle. I, uh, Ken Triangle's kind of an all-Thursday team, too. Yeah. I, he's never really done anything for me. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. We're going we're gonna to get to that. <laughs> uh, Sam Saunders? Sam Saunders. Think about this. Sam Saunders is 127. Ryan Palmer is 128. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. <laughs> that is quite ironic, actually. Uh. And they're tied. No, sorry, they're not tied. Three thirty-six, three thirty-seven. So, Ryan Palmer's another one. I know he's he's kind of had some personal had stuff going year. on. Yeah, but uh, as far just as far as on the course too. Yeah, he's well. he's one of my guys, man. I love seeing that guy play well. Flights his ball. Yeah, he's he's that. the best. There just aren't enough tournaments in Texas for him. It's true. Plays well in Hawaii too. Yeah, he he's got to uh, be happy about this PGA move. For sure. Yeah, opens up some options. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Hurley, Billy Hurley the third. Uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Chance to move inside. 
And then the guy who I think is going to make a move this week. Me too. The Postman. The Postman. JT. I love the Postman. Love the Me Postman. Me too. He just Seems hasn't like gotten – I mean, he's got 27 starts, but the the two events – 27 starts is a lot of starts. Yeah, but the two events I should have fact-checked some of your the... – I should have fact-checked some of your times where you were saying he's not getting enough starts. No, but the fact that he didn't get into Harbortown, like, that's that's the perfect event for him. Yeah. Well, you according know, to this chart, it looks like he probably had a lot of chances to move his way into Harbortown. There's not here, a short course. Not but short here's course. the thing, though, is, like, golf is so much about, like, streaks, and Poston then was playing so well. Like, that he was, was playing, like He was playing, like, a top 70 player. Yeah. Top, he, top 60 player. He yeah. was lights out then, and, and now he's kind of in a rut. He's been in a rut. Like hopefully, and playing all those courses for the first time too. Like yeah. he played, played his butt off at, at Riviera, and then he flew across the country. Played well at um, Valspar. I mean, he was crushing it there in yeah. March. But is it, it's like everything you see. You see, even like look at DJ now. DJ's not mm-hmm. DJ's not the best player ever ever to walk a golf course anymore. Like JJ Spawn, he was a top five player in the world, in my opinion. <laughs> For the first couple months of the year, where's he? Is he? He's safely inside, he's right? Safe inside. Yeah, he he respawned in the top 100. He kind of respawned late in the season. Mm-hmm. 95. Um, here's who I here, here's who I'm I'm pulling to make a move in. I don't know who I I want. David Hearn out. Get him out of here. Sorry. Yeah, get him out. Should we? So, sorry. Should, all right, should we go ahead and t- and discuss the death panel real quick? <laughs> all right. So we've we've been working on a theory. Andy, this is your podcast. You cut us off if this ever gets uh, – if it gets too loose. <clears throat> but the theory that we're talking about is what uh, what we've kind of been loosely referring to as a working title as uh, the death panels. <laughs> and the idea is that basically anyone who finishes outside the top 100 in the FedEx Cup at the end of the year. top If you play top 100, you're, you know, you're golfing yeah. your ball. Yeah. You're in. You're, you're – on to the next season based on your merits. We're on to Cincinnati. Anyone, <laughs> we're on to Cincinnati. Anyone outside the top 100 uh, has to go before the death panels. Death panels are made up of people like myself, Tron. Um, you know, I think we throw... Uh, Woke former players. I think Brandel goes on the death panel. I think um, you know you guys can kind of throw in. Throw in whoever you want. Maybe throw some current players. Johnny needs to go on the death panel. I think Johnny's on the death panel. Johnny's got to be on the death panel. And the death panel is basically just deciding whether or not you're allowed to continue playing professional golf. At all? At all. That's a little bit harsh. I know it. Well, it seems a little harsh. That's why you call it the death panel. So basically, the thing is, we've got, got too much dead weight on the tour, too many guys. That are keeping their cards for too many years in a row without accomplishing anything, and anything I think, and other I think, than keeping their card. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is kind of looking at like, you know, not not to put my uh, my brand manager hat on here, but a lot of it is looking at like marketability and how much we want to watch you when you're on TV and a lot of that stuff. I think you're rewarding the people. You know, it's still a meritocracy. If you finish inside the top 100, yeah. you're you're safe. But outside that top 100, it's it, you know you got to have a little bit. There of needs it. to be some. You got to have some flair. You got to have some something if you're. There's a subjective element to it. Yeah. Like, like no offense to Chad Collins. I, I couldn't. It's probably gonna be a no for me. I dog. couldn't pick you out of a lineup. Greg Owen, get out of here. Uh, Someone like G Mac at 131, dude, you're in. 
You're well, in. Yeah, see, that, that's where I have a little bit of a problem, though. It's well, that's why I'm going to get out of it. I think we'll have a spirited debate with the G- panel. G-Mac spends, spends too much time at Nona Blue eating G-Mac and cheese. Like, he's got to start playing some good golf. Oh, okay, I'm going to give him a pass. He gets, you he know, just, give him another year. Just because he has the best restaurant in, in Jack's <laughs> Beach. That's false. Just a, Beach, I like I like Nona Blue, but that's inherently false. That's just, just, that's, it's so, just sad that your restaurant But here's the thing, scene. man. There's, there's just shut up. There's, <laughs> there's so many guys that like, or a, a, there's too many guys with tour cards, right? Like it's too hard, even for if you get low on the priority list, like, if you, and you don't play well at Sony, and the Career Builder, safe and a couple of those, yeah, and safe, like you are behind the eight ball for the rest of the season, which I don't know if that's necessarily right. If you have your card, you should have your damn card. Shouldn't be. So, yeah, I mean, so, so, so let me ask you, death penalty. What what happens with a Tyler, death penalty? Death panel. It's got a bad connotation. Death, death, death panel. Death panel. Mainstream media has been calling it death panel. What 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 do you do with uh, Tyrone Van Ashwagen? Uh, I follow it. You That's know what? One. I think so. This is the interesting part. Is I think players get to make their case. They get to make a presentation. <laughs> Tyrone, someone that I personally have found to be very engaging. He's got a great swing. He's got a great swing. I'm not crazy about the iliac clothes, but uh, you know, I, I think I think we can make a case for him. What, but, what, you know what? what? I'm almost in the mind where if you finish if you finish 100 to 125, say two years in a row, then you're eligible for the death panel. <laughs> like I feel like if the first year you should get a pass. Right? So you said 100 to 125. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, you know, there, just needs, there needs to be more spots for the web guys to come up. They exactly. Just, agree. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly that's the, the whole point. reason for this. Yeah. How about Bubba at 111? Bubba doesn't even want to play. He wants to just go be the mayor of Pensacola. He's already, I disagree, man. Got, Bubba, Bubba played like six weeks in a row. Yeah, that's summer. true. He's getting on his I give him a lot of credit for that. He's He's got burgeoning businesses down there. He's got a ice cream shop and some other store. Bubba... Bubba's moving into office. He's a candy store. Right? Yeah, it's a candy store, I believe. Tron, Tron, I find it ironic that Bubba will likely be the governor of the state that you live in. <laughs> Bubba getting into I politics. I think we're a, couple, we're a couple steps away from that. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be it. That's going to take a few a few matches. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure the world's going to last long All right, enough so for that to happen. Good example of a guy. and He's like the nicest guy in the world. From what I'm told, I've never actually met him. But Cameron Tringale, he's been on the tour how many years now? Five, six years? Yeah, it's been has, a lot. Has he ever come even close to winning? I think he lost the playoff in Texas one year. He finished 20th on the FedEx Cup one year. Oh, it's crazy. But like, but that was like he, he so finished much, like third at Cherry Hills or something. He's like, made so much money. Like, uh, you know, him, Morgan Hoffman. Like, there's there's guys like that that like, that they're never even in, in – the realm of losing their car. I mean, Chingali's in the bubble this year, but and they've made like twelve million dollars in their career. Yeah, in four or five years, without winning anything or without you know coming in top five. Well, one of the tough things too is always looking at like you know if you finish one thirty or you finish one forty five or something. Look at like how many starts those guys get the next year. It's always like you know the the kind of the narrative is always like oh my god these guys are playing for a job or whatever they, i mean they still get 
a lot of the time they still get 15 starts. Yeah, how do they slot in versus the like the upcoming web guys as far as I don't know, that stuff gets all confusing. But a lot of time it's I mean they they typically get like you know they're going to get their sponsor exemptions. They're going to get like a lot of that stuff. They're they're going to play priority for like a lot of the. Bob, you know, the opposite field events and, like, stuff like that. So, I mean, they, they still end up getting a lot of starts. Bob Estes got 14 starts. Like, Bob That's Estes, a lot. He and is, he's eligible for the Champions Tour. He's eligible for the Death Panel also. Like, to be on the Death Panel, I feel like. I feel like we need some dissenting voices. He seems like a dissenting voice. <laughs> so, he but might, yeah, he might be... I got two one last year. So you're saying Bob Estes might be in front of the panel while being on And the then, panel. like, walk around the table to become to re- a panelist. He would have to recuse himself, right? <laughs> so, so um, if, you guys, if you guys could give one guy outside the 125 this year a special membership next year, See, this is the beauty of the panel. This we could, you know, we could do that with we, any, we do this any with like five people. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so say that again. So anybody outside the top one twenty five gets a free pass. Yeah, gets a free pass. Any any guy outside one twenty five. A one year pass or a lifetime pass. Let's give him a lifetime pass. Who's I mean, the guy? Change, change my answer. Oh well, there's one that we should throw out because it's too obvious. Duke. <laughs> I forgot about him, Spencer Levine. Yeah, that's gonna be an obvious answer for both of us. Needs to be he's a out. Lifetime hey, yeah. Ken Duke is out too. Yeah, he, that's fair. He shot. Dude, the... how about Furyk is one fifty six. I know. I was, think, I was thinking that. See, but I mean, he, he already is. He, he's, he's already a lifetime member of the tour. Yeah, he's got. A, yeah. He's got a lifetime membership. It's like it doesn't like, matter. Like, like for instance, last year, Peter Malnati, nice guy, death panel. Yeah. Um. Peter Malnati's out. I'm gonna say, no, no, one ninety-seven, so good. No, nope, uh, you're gonna say Jason Gore earlier. Right? I was gonna say, yeah, I like Jason Gore. He might be up there. He's just he's older. I think he would even, you know, admit it's probably it would probably be better served on someone a little younger. I'm gonna give it to uh, go back up. I'm gonna give it to Steve Marino. Okay, that seems miraculous with your vote. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. I'd I'd love to see uh, love to see my man Max Homa get another crack at at tour life. Get a, um, get a real chance. Yeah, yeah. Start. I'd love to. I'd love to see that. It's hard, you know, when you're starting one tournament a month. Um, he'd probably be my answer. Yeah. I think I'd. Uh, I think Craig I'd... Barlow. How did? How's Craig Barlow get three starts? <laughs> Dang man, this stuff is. It's crazy. Not good. Charlie yeah. Wee, six starts. Charlie Wee would be my guy. John Merrick, the Elephant Man, nine starts. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie Wee would be the guy that I gave a lifetime exemption to. <laughs> really? You know why? Because we. Would you want to pick someone young and kind of like? We need guys look out for the future of the game. We need guys out there on the range practicing the hammer drill. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't know if he was part of the hammer cabal. <laughs> Him and KJ Choi, those would be my guys. I okay, I would think about KJ Choi. Love KJ Choi. How about Rio Ishikawa? No. 174, 19 starts. Try what about John Peterson? Yeah. 
Tron, I'm surprised you didn't go with uh, Andrew Loop. Oh, no comment. <laughs> the, the fiasco. The I'm, big fiasco. Here, here's, <laughs> a question. fiasco. here's a question I have. Will uh, John Peterson continue to troll the PGA Tour social media accounts from the web.com tour if he's down there next year? Is he on a, is he on a major medical still, or is he just... I think he's... Uh, I think he's done with that. Yeah. I think he's I think he's web web tour finals. Um, oh, that means he's going to be in. Uh, I mean, just Atlantic look, Beach. Look how many. Good Tron could like, have break bread. Shane Lowry, one forty six. Didn't he win the WGC last year? I think he just had a kid. Uh, two years ago. Uh, two years ago. Um, like Ricky Barnes, thirty starts, one forty three. Uh, your boy B, your boy Beast too. Troy Merritt. DJ's boy, Troy Merrick. Troy Merrick gets a pass. He, Julian Etulane. Like, that guy did nothing for me. This Troy Merrick's he's, he's a, he's a PGA Tour winner, though. Yeah. Troy Merrick won. He's, been in the, he's slayed the dragon. Here's here's what I like about Troy Merrick. Every year on tour, he's going to read those Harry Potter books at least, like, five more times. Yeah, he's great. All right. Anyways. Can we talk about Roberto Castro? Oh, he would be my pass. I take it back. He gets a lifetime lifetime exemption from me. Lifetime, really? yeah, love Roberto Castro. No, but like that's that's, that's part exactly. of the fun is that he can. <laughs> you like the volatility? I love. The, he's the most volatile guy out there. What if you gave him a pass, but you didn't tell him that you gave him a pass? Until like, every, every cool. year, it was kind of cool. like, hey, we'll give you one more. So he's so gone. Just so now he's gone twice. The full circle. The it's circle basically of the. Life. It's basically the full. It's a season long full Camilo. Or you make it to the tour championship and lose your card the next year. He's done it twice. How hard that is to do. It's it's actually pretty astounding. It might be the most impressive thing that happened all season. I mean, I don't think anybody's ever done it. And he's done it twice. I know. It's it's crazy. What's up with your boy Rio Ishikawa? My boy. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he my boy? I don't think I've ever written about Rio Ishikawa. He just seems like the kind of guy that would be your boy. I don't know. I think he just plays on the Asian tour. No, he he made like 19 starts this year. Can I get a... Let's do a... uh... Remember when it was a big deal that Rio Ishikawa was playing in a tournament? Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. So let's do a... Let's do a SAT question here. So who would we say Matsuyama is like the Japanese who? Like play, like golfer? Yeah. Like Tiger? No, because he hasn't won major yet. He's like uh, the Japanese uh, Phil, Phil Mickelson. All right, so Hideki is to Phil as Ryo is to who? Ty Tryon. No, no. I was no. going to say that too. I think that's reckless. No, that's, that's, that's I, reckless. Ricky Barnes. Ricky Barnes, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Just Rick, kind of a I mean, ton of young promise, U.S. amateur. Yeah. So, so then that, so then that makes. So, who's Shigeki Maruyama? It's a great question. Who's Shingo? Who's Shingo Kadayama? I don't think Shingo's yes, Japanese. Is he? Well, he's not. Shingo Japanese. Shingo's Japanese. Shingo's yes. Japanese for sure. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, he was a man. That hat. Yeah, yeah. so good. <laughs> oh, Aseo Aoki. 
He'd be like what about Jumbo Ozaki. Jumbo Ozaki. Yeah, we're getting down a wormhole here. Jumbo Ozaki would be like Jack Nicholas, right? I think so. If yeah, how could anybody be like they? No, Jumbo Ozaki would be like Bobby Jones. Yeah, that's that's better. All right, write All right. this up for a post, will you, Andy? Yeah, yeah. I'll just get on my horse, start writing. Yeah. Uh, um, what? Uh, anything else on this tournament? I don't know. I don't think so. Should we just get to some questions? We got a shitload of questions. Yeah. Let's start with uh, somebody, I forgot who it was, asked about the USAM. So, sorry. Okay. Sorry. Somebody quote tweeted it. Somebody, I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it? Your boy, I saw Mav lost, though. Yeah, your boy Mav lost. It's kind of a, kind of a bloodbath with the big names today. I like Mav like. a lot as a, as a human being. I don't think Mav should be on the, on the Walker Cup team. Not just going to throw that out there. Why, uh, why do you say that? I just don't think he had a good year. Okay. He didn't make the cut in the last two uh, tour events. He made the cut at, at one of your major championships, Tron. He made the cut at the deer. Okay. <laughs> you want to give a He was low am at the deer. It's a big deal. <laughs> Following in the footsteps of Jordan. Yeah. Patrick Rogers. Big news. Where's Patrick Rogers? Oh, he's he's high on the list. He had a couple big. Patrick weeks. Rogers, another guy. At Damn. some point, he's going to face the death panel. Unless I he think he, no, I think fight. he played himself in. All right, let's do uh, let's do a question from uh, Mike Iration, big uh, friend of the pod. Shout out Micah. Shout, shout out Santa Barbara. Sh- shout out Iration, great oh. great reggae band. Yeah. Um, what is, is it? Alt reggae, I think. Is that what they call it? I don't know what the exact genre is. He's he's a decent golfer too. Great golfer. What is your least favorite course in the country? <laughs> very, very on brand question for uh, for this. Andy, period. I feel like you should lead that one off. Yeah. There's a there's a course in Gurney, Illinois, and it's called Bittersweet golf club and we used to have to play there in high school matches and uh this team warren played there and literally every every fairway was crowned into water hazards oh that's <laughs> that sounds exactly like the course i was going to describe <laughs> on both sides and like it was like you just had to aim right at the 150 stick every hole that was like the the whole like just hit it to the 150 stick and then like hope like you could play well and shoot good scores out there, but that was like, the sweet part. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> exactly. So bittersweet golf club. It, it a bomb should probably be dropped on it. Wow. I'll I'll kind of I'll jump in and uh, follow up with something very similar. Um, there's a course in Orlando. I lived in Orlando for a couple of years, and there's a course called Dubs Dread Golf oh. Course right in the middle of downtown. Uh, that is like Isn't that where the Fonz plays. I think that's another depth shred up okay. in, about fifteen hundred miles north. Um, that that would be a good contender actually after what Reese did do it. <laughs> after it was restored. Yeah. <laughs> restored. Um, yeah, Dubstred. Uh, they have like one of the coolest ranges in Orlando. They have a lighted range uh, where you kind of hit balls like you know, into the ponds and they retrieve them, uh, which I was like, sweet. Oh, it's fun, man. And you go out there at like 10 o'clock at night and listen to music and just fireballs. And yeah, it's great. 
but there were a couple times where there were like no other courses to play or it was the cheapest option or whatever. You'd go out there and it'd be like, be 105 degrees. And yeah, all the fairways are just like, you go out there in like August, July, and it was like just completely, like we talk about firm and fast a lot. This was just completely baked out. And you just, all the fairways are crowned into hazards. And you go out and you like just lose 10 balls because like, there's a lot of like blind shots too, where you're just, you know, yeah, it's not good. Not good. That's, that's the least fun I've ever had playing golf. Not good. Not good. Penal design. Yeah. I'm going to say, um, there's a course in Hilton head called Palmetto hall. And they, they used to have an AJGA event there. And it was, I played, I played the qualifier a few times. And it was literally the most penal, narrow golf course. But the thing that – and there was OB, there was houses. It was like the worst elements of, of resort or kind of flat, you know, penal golf. But the worst part about it was all the features, like all the bunkers and all the mounds and all the greens were shaped like, like geometric shapes. <sighs> So like the trapezoids, the, the greens were like polygons or like parallelograms. Or <laughs> like all the bunkers were like completely square, complete wow. complete circles. It was like I'm, I swear to God, look it up online. It, is, it, it, it was it was at, it was the most brutal place I've ever played, and it was always swelteringly hot. So I just have bad memories of that place. It, it was an AutoCAD Great question. masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I think I think it was like the first golf course like designed exclusively on AutoCAD. But it was by Bob Bob Cup, who normally rest his soul, did a pretty good job of yeah. courses. He was a pretty pretty solid architect. So yeah, kind of a bizarre, bizarre place there on the island. Great question. Here, here's another good question. Uh from and it goes back to the wokest man on tour. Uh Drew Nedzinski wants to know can Ricky Fowler get to Jeff Ogilvie's career? Will Who will have a better career in 20 years? How many wins does Ogilvie have? I was just going to look it up. Do you know? I think he has 11 or 10 worldwide, three WGCs, and one major. Man. Well, who's going to downgrade those worldwide wins? <laughs> Whoa. He has eight PGA Tour wins. It's a lot of wins. What's he won? So he's won. He's won what? Two or three WGCs. Three WGCs in a major, in the U.S. Open. What were the WGCs? Two match play and. Uh, he might have won Firestone one year. Huh. I think that sounds right. He's like next closest to Cat. Did he win like? Right? Did he win a WGC. couple of uh, tournament champions too? Yeah, he did. He won that twice. That's not a good look. No. <laughs> So, although it's very woke architecture, I, mean, I think just just via law of just like as far as volume goes, I mean, Ricky's gonna have. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ricky a bajillion more chances to win. Ricky is uh, definitely trending. He plays. I mean, and he's got to get Ricky. One, relatively speaking, seems like he plays a lot, and he's got to get one major. I mean, Ricky's gonna get one major. Ricky's already what six wins, seven wins, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think this one's as close as. As it sounded at first blush, you know, I saw this. For me. I saw this question, and I think I have to do a follow up here. Why does Ricky? 
Why does Ricky get a free pass from being a golf boy? Oh man! Oh, we talked about this on the on the trap draw or the no laying up before. It's it's ridiculous. I, I think it's it's one of the great injustices of our time. Like the fact that and why why was Ben Crane a golf boy? I think Ben Crane was the reason the golf boys existed. I think it was his hey. idea. Is I think I think he was kind of the driving force behind. Can we it. not talk about this? Just puts me in a bad mood. <laughs> you, you want to talk about the death panel? I would keep Ben Crane around. I know it's not a popular opinion with YouTube pessimists, but he's a great dude. He's good for the game. Seems like kind of a thirst bucket. Nah, I don't know. I think he's just him. I think he. I'm. I'm a huge. Plays slow. I'd be fine with him. He plays slow. It's not good. It's not good. That's that's a bad look. But you know, it's kind of like Trump says. You know, you you don't like it. You fix the loopholes. (laughs) You know, you change the rules. He's not going to play slow. You know. Uh, So so back to the Ricky thing. How many how many career wins did Duvall have? Oh god, he won. He probably had fifteen. I'm guessing. I think I think Ricky Duvall would be a better. That's a better comparison. Call. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Duvall had uh, fourteen wins. Fourteen. So it's, that's a really good. That's a really good comparison. Fourteen players. A, ma- a major number one in the world. WGC Pl- Tour Championship. Man. And it checks all the boxes. You that know? does. That's a coin flip for me. That's that's a total toss up. Runner ups in the Masters. The I would uh, probably pick Duval in that. In that. Man, he I think Ricky might fizzle out and, and kind of count his money after a while. I don't know. Duval kind of did too, I guess. But... Didn't count it enough. <laughs> it's bad. Bad analogy i guess but here's a good question i felt like ryan snee needs some help just by by the things they threw out here about what's his go-to purchase what's our go-to purchase at bucketless courses logo ball yardage book beer mug etc logo ball logo ball absolutely i'm gonna pick hard D. No. i'm gonna pick none of the above hard no but he's asking. I think he's asking for. Like, yeah, yeah, I think he's just throwing out some examples. No logo ball. No, I'm out on the logo ball. Yeah, no logo ball. Um, I think the I think the pencil collection has kind of replaced the logo ball collection. Logo balls are just stupid. Half the time they're like a DT solo. Yeah, or Pinnacle. Pinnacle's gotten super deep in the logo ball game. <laughs> I I don't like the idea of the logo ball either because like the only reason to get a ball is to use a ball. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Like I can, I still use my logo pencil. Like I use my pencils all the time at my desk. Sure, you know they're still pencils. They got to have I, some functionality. My, uh, I, I, my purchase is always. I think my power rankings goes. T-shirt is number one. Just a schlub. You're a because schlub. Because I'm a schlub, and because I have approximately. 150 golf polos and like 145 of which are president's golf polos. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't ever I don't need golf polos, and they're always you know 150 dollars. Give me a t-shirt any day. I go belt, t-shirt, hat, golf polo. Like you good, got some good belts. Good belt. You you got some good belts. About the belts and money one. I like hats. I like polos. Yeah, belts are timeless. Like you're not gonna. You know, if, if you got enough of them, you're not going to wear it out unless right. you get fat or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a motivation to not get fat also. Exactly. I actually think one of the uh, 
I think a beer mug is an underrated one if it's like a really awesome course. Like if you know this is going to be the best course you may ever play, that's where you get like a rocks glass. You get rocks. Glass and then and then every time you pour yourself a drink, you're just like, oh, I like. Uh, I'm an adopted son of the South now, so I like buying uh, Tervis tumblers also. That's a good one. But you got to be careful with those. Only buy them at really good places. Like I don't yeah. want. I don't want to see Whistling Straits. Not on Whistling Straits, by the way. Oh, I got a band. I got a band in Tarvis that I like. I'm so out on Whistling Straits. Well, we don't have to trigger you guys. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. We had a bunch. A lot of, of questions. I know. It's it's sifting through these. Oh, here you go. How wide does a hole slash fairway have to be to qualify for the width and angles term? From Jim Anderson. Looks like up it's in the Twin Cities. Right? It's completely subjective. Depends on length, right? It depends who's playing, too. Yeah. So let's say for amateur golfers. I think 40 yards. Yeah? Gotta have 40 yards. What's like the tightest tour fairway? 20? 20. Yeah. What, like uh, Houston? Um... You know, yeah, but, like, players, uh, Sawgrass is a good example. Is like, that place has w- angles for tour pros, but that's, like, tour pros. Yeah. Know? Like, yeah, but for, for, sure. for a regular golfer, no. No, no you kind of close your eyes and try to hit the fairway. <laughs> yeah. Andy, speaking of width and angles, you would have been just absolutely horrified at the fourth hole this week, at, or last week at Quail Hollow. I was horrified from my couch. I, it, you know, just the way like it was, it was at least it was 150 yards wide. This part three, and it just had all this unnecessary grass, and then the green was super wide, all these crazy undulations. But it was just like it was like width for the sake of having width. It was so it was totally pointless. Nice. Didn't didn't see that one. The place stinks. <laughs> well, that's a good one. I like Ted. Ted McCartan, overrated, underrated. Are we getting into overrated, underrated? We can, just well, just, let's just pepper Let's just it. make it a kind of a smorgasbord of yeah. stuff here. Uh, f- overrated, underrated. Phones on the number nine tee to make food order at the turn. Oh, so underrated. <laughs> I, I think, I think <laughs> it's overrated because, because half the time nobody's on the other end of those phones. You think it's kind you, of all for show? Well, yeah. you've uh, had bad experience. They are so underrated because... You can get like a burger at the turn, and then when you get to the turn, it's ready. Like you don't have to wait. It does. It keeps play moving. Like I thought, you of all people, a slow play Nazi would be for this. <laughs> I love. I love the phone. I would say way underrated. The only reason I would say overrated is because it makes you order food when you're not hungry. Just to utilize the technology, they're just solving problems with technology. That's yeah. that's the only big thing. I yeah. Think- I think Bryson needs to get involved with that. See, you might need see to. what the Microsoft Cloud can do for that. <laughs> Shout out Qual- Qualtrics. <laughs> Shout out Panther Mike. Somebody replied to the oh, worst course in America as being old corkscrew in Estero, Florida. I, I disagree. I think that's it. It's a Nicholas, but it's it's a good course. It's just really hard. Here, Tucker Blankenship, best three-hole stretch at Riviera. Oh man, that one's gonna be that's a you question. Oh. Um, I just I I have an uneducated opinion of that question. 
I, I, the one hole I don't like is is fourteen out there. Which one's that? It's at par three. It's just like a, it's oh, it's not kind of dead. Yeah, I, I would say I I really like twelve, thirteen, but um, I have to go five, six, seven. Yeah, five, I do know that. Five and seven are like two of the greatest par fours. They're so underrated. Seven, I think seven's the most underrated hole in golf. Um, and six uh, is such a good par three too. Yeah, six is just, just the vibe out there with the trees and that's a cool green. Six is bringing that that whole group down. There's a good, there's a good, really good, good question from at Banks W. What's the course on tour that's most enjoyable for amateur golfers? It will be probably Trinity Forest. Wow, you're yeah. so in, deep in with Big Crenshaw. It's gonna be. It's so wide. It's gonna be so big, much different. Big Phoenix. I'm trying to think of what else is is uh, is pretty friendly. I know I'm forgetting. I mean, Riviera is pretty friendly to the regular golfer. The bunkers are a little deep. Um, I mean, Augusta should be friendly. Augusta. Augusta. Kapalua. Kapalua. Kapalua's gotta be a fun one to play. Never played it, but. I bet Wyla is fun too. Yeah, uh, Wyla could be so good though. Like if they made, if they truly embraced the, the template. I'll tell you what's not PGA National. Not a fun no. Player. I got no interest. It's gonna be a no for me, Doug. <laughs> I played there with a buddy who's like a sixteen handicap, and it was probably one of the longest days of golf of his life. Uh, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated. B P T N W A M. I don't even I believe know. is best player to never win a major. Or to uh, not win a major. Overrated. Super you overrated. You think it's overrated, sir? Because I think I think it should be the best player to win to to not win two majors. <laughs> wow. What was I, that stat you had the other day, Andy? I think it's like two hundred and eighteen people have won one major, but only eighty one have won two majors. And I think that's so true. I, you see, I'm kind of majors are. It, it's hard, especially now in the era we're in now, with with um, technology. It's it's made like and the skill. Like there's so many more good players that it's going to be harder and harder. Like there's only four majors a year. It's kind of hard to win a major. Like you just have to win play. Like to a certain extent, they're very overrated when you're looking at a career of a player. Like Westy is a perfect example. <laughs> Great example. All right. there we, I, I didn't want to by the way, on. yeah, you owe me $20, by the way. Thanks I, for bringing it up. I got a Venmo <laughs> you. But, but like in general, I think the best player to win, like it's like if Ricky doesn't win a major, but say he wins like, you know, Memorial, Riviera, like say he wins 20 times and doesn't win a major, like is he? did he have a bad career? It's the Monty conundrum. Monty is the best player. <laughs> the best player without a major. Uh, overrated, underrated, wipey fades. It's from Benjamin McIntyre. Underrated. <laughs> I think for me and Tron, you're going to get a big underrated. Super underrated. Fades, fades eat fillets. That's right. Yeah, you, you're, you've, you've bought into my line. I've come over to the dark side. Um, Braden Thornbl- Thornberry. Overrated, underrated. Under, underrated. As a stud, 
He plays he's pretty accurately. So right fast there. too. I love it. You know he's got he's got really good hands too around the greens. He's he's got game. He's a reactionary player. I, I think. Like that. I think I heard his father is a was a UPS driver and his or worked for UPS and his mom was like a FedEx driver, which is cool too. You know, it's like Oosthuizen versus. It's like Westwood winning the St. Jude's FedEx Classic. <laughs> uh, oh, this was a good one too. Uh, overrated. Sorry, I'm just taking over. Uh, overrated, underrated from Chad Williamson. Out of bounds. I think it's. I think it's underrated. Wow, really? Yeah. I'm gonna say criminally overrated, but I'll I'll let you uh, make your point. So I go back to. The first hole at Hoy Lake, yeah, which is the third hole in the tournament. It's got in course out of bounds over the dog leg, as well as the question could just be in course out of bounds, which I would yeah. ironically say is underrated, but I would say over out of bounds because as it, a it whole. Turns is overrated. A, it turns an otherwise nondescript strategyless hole into one where you, you're you're really thinking your way off the tee. Yeah. Which, without the out of bounds, you'd, you'd just be mashing one. What What if the out of bucks. bounds? What if the out of bounds was a hazard? What if the out of bounds was a hazard in amateur golf and a out of bounds in professional golf? I mean, then we could just have a different ball too. Oh yeah, yeah. which I'm into. Which would be sweet. Yeah. Um, Bifurcation underrated. I think I think out of bounds is underrated. I I like out of bounds. You really? Know, yeah, yeah. I think if you hit it off the golf course, there should be more of a penalty than hitting in the water. All right, that's fair. No in course out of bounds. In course out of bounds. Disgusting. I love in course out of bounds. It's great. Overrated, underrated. Buck buck club hype. Underrated. Uh, I say underrated for sure. Um, we were talking about the trying, food selections yesterday. Not just, yeah, not just trying to tell the guy what he wants to hear. Since he's got rabbit ears on uh, <laughs> on bunk club material. Shout out ZB. Shout out Qualtrics. Uh, but uh, I love it, man. I love wearing the hat around. People recognize it all the time. It's a movement. It's, it's a movement. It's not, ZB, it's, I love ZB tweeting the grounds crew apparel yeah. today. So it's, good. It's not. It's not. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. The Buck Club isn't just about this golf course that is going to get built one of these days. It's more about the idea of like what good golf course architecture is and like the principles of good golf course architecture. It's not just about like a golf course. This is more yeah. about you know uniting it's a state people. of mind, it's yeah. a philosophy. Yes, yeah. no, there needs to be no hate about the Buck Club. I agree that everything that you just said is like too hard to fit on a hat. Yeah. So he went with a logo. Yeah. Overrated, underrated. DJ Pye's career in golf journalism to date. Oh, super. Very overrated. Super underrated. Oh, super overrated. He just came in last year with like a, you know, you never see anything written by DJ Pye, and he wrote the best piece of the year on PGATour.com, the Ricky Fowler, like, um, you know, basically like history of how he came back in that player. Helen Ross would beg to disagree. Shout out Helen Ross. Thank I you, Andy. That's very nice of you to say. I'll say I'll say overrated. Significant others who like to golf as much as you. Ooh. Yeah. Luckily, I'm gonna my, say overrated. I'm gonna say kind of overrated. 
Now, watching golf is a different story. Yeah. My wife likes to watch golf, go to golf tournaments, all that. But playing golf is kind of my my deal, my shtick. And yeah. I don't know, she just feels like that's kind of, you know, not, not trying to infringe upon my territory. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, my soon-to-be wife, uh, she doesn't golf. She has no interest in golf. So it's my thing. It's nice. Space. Sure. Space between. Yeah. Um, here's some good uh, overrated, underrated. Alex Noren. Popular one. Properly rated. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I was too. blown away this week just watching him on the range and watching him play a little bit. How, how low his trajectory is. Uh, Alex Noren, low-key bald also. Really? Oh, yeah. He's Swedish, though, so he probably pulls like, it off well. Sneaky bald. All right. Not really relevant. Just throw it out there. I, I actually... Am I sneaky bald? Is Ogilvy sneaky bald? No, but he's like Jonathan Bird. Like Jonathan Bird's sneaky bald. People say that I'm, I'm, I look like Jeff Ogilvy. Really? Who says that? More like Joe many Ogilvy. people. <laughs> Remember when you got that fist fight with Joe Ogilvy, Andy? I didn't get in a fist fight with Joe Ogilvy. He just got heated. About well, what? It was in the media center, and he he was sitting he was sitting in my seat first off, and they were having a conversation about the. Where was this? Is that in Austin? And they were having a conversation about the match play format, and I and and he like looked up at me, and I was like, "By the way, match play p- format stinks." Andy didn't know who he was, by the way. No, had no clue, and he got so mad. I mean, he got just so mad. He's like, "By the way, you're in my seat." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Can you get up? I gotta do some work." <laughs> what? Uh, what was his argument for for saying the match play format doesn't stink? He just was like, "You don't understand how hard it is to sell a sponsor or something." I go, "Well." Before I did this, that was what my job was was selling sponsorships for things. So I I do understand what it's like to sell sponsors. On Didn't you drop some line on him like he doesn't understand uh, playing professional golf or something? No, no, I, I don't know. Very it was something too. like that. He, it was something. Don't understand what it is to be an elite amateur. <laughs> I'll have you know, sir. I played the U.S. mid amateur. Yeah, you know, so I got a pretty good feeling. I know what's what I'm talking about here. Did I tell you guys I forgot to sign up this year? <laughs> yeah, you're a train wreck. Yeah, we heard that on the car ride up to what a disaster on Greenville. Oh God, it's terrible. Um, all right, here's a good question. How about Todd Mitchell getting ejected? Oh, that was horrible. Not signing his card. How does he get out of the scoring area without exactly. signing? It's like this the is, only job the scoring guy yeah. has. Uh, here's overrated, underrated. Two sign cards? All right, cool. You guys are good to go. <laughs> overrated, underrated that I'm making up as we go. Uh, signing scorecards, very overrated. Just it, do away with it. No, I don't know. I disagree. Uh, you, put, a, you, you put your signature down. It's in principle. You're signing your name. Hey, hey, it's important in smaller events, but at like a professional event or a like USAM, which has live scoring, like no. Like, if he walks out of the, the scoring area and walks back, 20 minutes later, he's still shot 67. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I agree. It's, uh, here, this was a good question. Kyle Binkley. 
You have to choose one to design your course. Reese or Robert? I'll hang up and listen. Robert Jr. or Robert Sr.? Junior. Yeah. How about your boy Matty G over in Ireland just just touting a new Robert Trent Jr. course? How, yeah. how did he get hired to design a course? <laughs> no way. Why would you go to Ireland and play a Robert Trent Jr. course? It's insanity to me. I was reading the comments on that post on Instagram, and I just, I, I still wanted to dive in there and be like, All right, is this real life? Like none, of, like, none of you guys should ever be able to step foot on a golf course again. Yeah. I'm going to say, uh, we got to answer the question here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my brand and say Junior. Really? Yeah. I mean, your brand, are you big on Junior? Just big Chambers? On, big on Chambers Bay. I feel like I got to keep doubling down on Chambers Bay. Andy, how was that pod you did with? with I'm, I've got it on Friday. Yeah, don't dodge, Friday. don't dodge your question. No, I'm going Reese. Ugh. I mean, they, they like. <laughs> Andy's I, just gonna shoot himself. I, I was looking they, yesterday at the question. number of golf courses that Robert Trent Jones Jr. has designed. Like his his ratio of hits to just complete schlock. So is, he's like an Adam Dunn. Type player? And no, it's like a he's like a freaking like late late career Juan Pierre. <laughs> late career Juan Pierre. It's a lot of slap singles. Like the the hits are slap singles. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then he's striking out and not getting on base at all, and playing below league average defense, below replacement level. Like like Robert Trent Jones Jr is below replacement level player in my book. <laughs> who's uh, who's like the Mendoza line of architects? Um, that's a good question. If we can address it in the future. Is it the Faz? Is it Nicholas? The Faz? Okay. I feel like the Faz the is Faz just like does stuff that his clients want him to do though. He's a bit of a victim of his own success. Yeah. By the way, I, I'd take J- Junior in that. All right. That's validating. I, I feel like Dick... I, you know why? I'd take Junior because he's got Blassie. Mm. Does he still have him? Yeah. Somewhat. I feel like that's a good influence. All right. What else we got? Um, Keeping your clubs organized in your bag. Overrated or underrated? Ooh, it used to be underrated for me. Now I think it's overrated. Considering I can't sign I mean, what up. What are we talking, microseconds yeah. to uh, find the club that you're looking for? C- considering it's, I can't. Well, it matters if you're walking or riding. If you're riding, I don't care where they're at. Yeah, it's kind of right. If you're walking, I, I think that's a good. That's a good, uh, it's a reasonable take. Yeah, that's actually true. When you're walking, you have more organization. You have more time. Yeah. Oh, this is a, this is actually was a a good question that we kind of addressed from Sarah Endicott. Are there too many ways for players to retain tour cards? And should yeah. there be more volatility and relegation? I love Boom. that she used relegation. Yeah, she's, got, she's always got good questions. <laughs> the I think she's out in British Columbia. She, no, she's that, woke. That she's it. super woke. I think, uh, I think that there should just be an instant relegation. Should there be a mid-season relegation? I think there should be arbitrary relegations. Maybe even shot-to-shot relegations. 
It kind of goes along with like the DJ is the greatest player of all time. Totally. Even yeah. if you're just just looking at one shot at a time. Yeah. You know. Here, here's a good question: Overrated, underrated? Wearing Lululemon pants. <laughs> underrated. Not enough people repurpose Lululemon stuff for golf. It's uh, expensive. I don't buy it on my own, but like, if people buy me a gift card or whatever, I got a couple pairs of Lululemon pants, and shorts that I wear on the golf course that are just straight fire. I'll tell you. I'm what, gonna say I don't. I don't have you know enough data to really weigh in on this one. If if people that rip on Lululemon pants have never worn I've Lululemon, never worn. Yeah, yeah, because they are the best thing. I was wearing Lululemon pants today. They are the best. There's. Oh. It's just like I've got these Callaway pants. Or these uh, Patagonia pants. Sorry, I, I wow. ran there. I got these Patagonia pants. They're like waterproof. They're like hiking pants, and they're they're like my rain pants, and I wear them. And they're like the greatest rain pants you could ever ask for. You wore on the golf course. They're Patagonia. He wore them to uh, Quail Hollow. No, it was I did. Ninety-five those, degrees. Those are my Lululemon pseudo rain pants. Oh, okay. My mistake. DJ regrets the error. Should. Uh, also underrated. Enduring mystery of what Airbnb meant with that thing he said to Oh, my God. That's the biggest mystery of, of the yeah. 2017 season. Yeah, if somebody gets a chance, I think he's... So you, you need to set up the story in case in case for some reason, you know, somebody's not in on this inside joke. So I think we're, we're out at the... We're out at the... It was the Heritage, right? Yeah. We're, we're out at the Heritage. I think we're sitting there on the putting green talking to Catman and Strebber. Yeah. So DJ and Big Randy and I. And... Honor bomb walks by. It's like, ah, oh, sweet. It's Airbnb. And he goes, not till July, my friend. And he kept walking. It smirked and just kept walking. I have no idea what he meant. It was, my mind was blown. My mind is still blown. Anyways. So. We just, <laughs> I'll we, say underrated. Yeah. Still, I still think about it probably daily. Hey, uh. I want to know, you know, friend of friend of the pod, you know, uh, web web tour, web tour star Justin Huber asked a question about wolf hammers. His Whoa, his wolf. wolf oh, Tron was corrected very harshly that it's wolf hammer, Is not it, wolf hammers. It sounds like kind of a silly game if if nothing oh. matters until the last two holes. What a horrible take he says overrated underrated first 16 holes in wolf i know he was kind of implying he was kind of trying to put his thumb on the scale of the overrated underrated there but well i i mean i I think of all people huber should should think that that's underrated right somebody set the value because i lost my shirt to him huber got bumped into a different tax bracket based on the last two holes (laughs) and all the money he won from tron on those last two holes it was just yeah it was just Sickening. Find the club face all of a sudden. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like just kids at home. Don't That's don't good. bet real money with guys who are second on the web.com tour and scoring average. You know, Tron. That, that, Tron like that, went that, low, Tron went blind lone wolf, getting no shots against the guy who's leading the web tour all around ranking. It was complete. It was a suicide. You got to bet on yourself, man. You don't have to always. It was. It was. So. I'm a generational driver of the golf ball, too. <laughs> That's so true. Basically, just got to set yourself up for the second shot, and then you're good, you know? Just got to hit a good good flip wedge in there. You guys got anything uh, else you want to ask? I think we're pretty maxed out. Yeah. Shout out, uh, how about a, your uh, New York Times shout out? Oh. Crooked Andy in the failing New York Times today. You believe that? It's, uh, what a world. Sweetens. 
What a great, awesome. what a great place. That place is where My everybody favorite. should go. If you haven't My heard it, my second favorite course I've ever played. What's your favorite? Pasatiempo. Man, Sweden's is above Fisher's. Sweden's is one spot above Fisher's for me. Wow, elite company. Very elite. I don't know where Sweden's would rank on mine. It's, it's just so- it makes me so mad. Like Janella said something tonight about or yeah, this afternoon about Sweden's being a short course. It's not a short course. It's a nine-hole course. And it's not even a nine-hole course. It's got nine green complexes. It's got like 115 holes. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about because he hasn't been. Because he refuses to go there. Yeah. That's a, that's a course you should go to. Uh, I don't know. Have anyway. to go. Anyways. For the love of golf, you have to go. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, give you a player. Uh, uh, quick question, though. Somebody said Dunes Club or Sweden's Club out of there. Out of ten rounds, I've never played Dunes Club, so uh, I'd go overrated, underrated. Out of ten rounds, questions underrated. Way oh, yeah. under. it's the best way. I'd go. Uh, I'd go eight Sweetens, two Dunes. Wow! Wow! Mike Kaiser's not gonna like hearing that. They gotta cut down a lot of trees out there. We gotta go back to Sweetens when it's uh, firm and fast. It was soaked when I, I went th- there. I think I'm going to go never in played Oct- there, soaked. I'm going to go in October. All right, let's like go. Late September, early October is the best time. Let's the trees uh, are turning. We should organize a little meetup. A yeah. Friends of the pod. Yeah. Yeah. We could do a gathering. I was if thinking anyone's about listening, If anyone made it this deep in the pod and wants to go in October, tweet at us. Let's, let's figure it out. Let's try to line up. Sweetens, Lookout Look Mountain, The Farm. Trying to play only Rainers. Oh, I want to play that Dave. I saw this one that was a Dave Axlin course that looks unreal. It's another nine-holer right around there. I'm not familiar with Dave Axlin's work. There's Suwannee at Hans. No, no, Dave Axlin is like Corin Crenshaw's right-hand guy. Awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. By the way, shout-out to the guy that redid Sedgefield. I don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago. Yeah, he did a really good job. That course is low-key really fundamentally sound yeah it's, it's got all the bones all right you guys be well you too, you too buddy oh, last thing overrated underrated that beach at this at, at the Wyndham this week remember the beach on the one hole i feel like maybe they're trying to downplay the beach a little bit uh, i don't know what they're doing this year but uh i'll say overrated it's, it's not they should fly us and hang out on the beach i think it would be i think we'd be out of our weight class I, don't even, I think they flew with some pros last time. I don't even know what, what the beach you're referring to is. Just keep an eye on the Thursday, Friday telecast. You'll see. It's, it's on like one of the late par four, like par five, like 16 or 17. There's like a beach over to the right on this one lake. It's it's pretty dumb, but <laughs> it's also hilarious. I'm so. going gonna, gonna to watch it. All right. All right. We should, we should end it on that one. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad we got that in there. <laughs> All right. All right. See you, Andrew. See you, dude. See you. Bye.